0: Live opinions, descriptions, and accounts expressed on the Best of Times radio hour are those of the hosts and the guests of this show, and not necessarily those of Town Square Media or this station. Consult with your attorney, accountant, or other professional for final advice in making your decision. The Best of Times, live from 710 Keel Studios in Shreveport, Louisiana. Celebrating age and maturity. Helping you make the best years of your life the best they can be. The best of times. Your host... Gary Koligas.
1: Good morning, everyone. I'm Gary Koligas, the publisher of the Best of Times, the only magazine for mature adults in Northwest Louisiana. Thank you for tuning into our show today. Also, thanking those listening via the internet at www. seven ten keel. dot And just a few minutes along with our studio contestants, we are going to learn some trivia. This is a two part trivia contest show today and next Saturday. So stay tuned to the show for some very interesting information. It is Saturday. Saturday, December the 24th, and we're broadcasting a radio show from the studios of News Radio 710 Keel, a town square media station here in Shreveport, Louisiana. However, today's show has been pre-recorded, so we will be unable to accept calling questions and comments from our loyal radio listeners. I want to wish you and yours a wonderful Christmas Eve and Christmas Day with family and friends. Be sure to pick up the January issue of The Best of Times at one of our 522 distribution locations beginning on January the 2nd. Many includes many feature articles and other useful information. If you're unable to find a copy, remember to visit our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com to view current and past issues of our magazine. Remember to visit our website for a listing of announcements made during today's radio show, as well as information about upcoming events, activities, and news that you can use. We'll be right back with more information. But now, a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Kiel, proudly presented by A Bears Tending Country of Shreveport. Your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer.
0: Gary's got more of the best of times coming for you on 710 Kiel. Now, back to the best of times with your host, Gary Coligas.
1: Welcome back to our show, the best of times radio hour, proudly presented by A-Bears, Tending Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Coligas. I do thank you for listening to our show today. Joining me on my show are some very special guests who are the four contestants and hopefully going to answer the various trivia questions asked during today's show as well as next Saturday's show. We're going to learn a little trivia and hopefully use it You can use it as part of your family and friends gathering on Christmas Day and on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day in your homes. For several years, I've shared some trivia, and it has been used by many, many family members to challenge their family and friends over the past few years against our most popular uh, radio show here on The Best of Times. And again, we're going to do this two-part trivia with contestants here in the show that you can join in with them to answer the question, the trivia your questions that i'll be asking them i'm pleased to have on my radio show today the following contestants hilda holder kathy cook lee aronson and eric gibson so lee tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and and uh and that you're an expert in trivia right
0: (laughs) (laughs) my uncle actually wrote one of
1: the editions of trivial pursuit wow do you know which edition which edition the beatles edition Wow. anyway, I'm an estate planning attorney here in Shreveport, and I have been writing a legal
0: column for the best of times for a long time. Hey,
1: but in a very good article, and it's a very popular article. Brag a little bit, Lee. You've won some national awards based upon your article in the best of times magazine. Thank you. <laughs> and also on our guest today is Mr. Eric Gibson, who I've known Eric for many, many <laughs> years. And he's in a, he has many professions like Gary does, yeah. but Eric has many more and many more accolades than Gary.
0: I uh, appreciate it. It's so exciting to be here. Um, I am the community relations uh, coordinator currently for Forest Park Funeral Home and Cemetery. It's a business people are just dying to get into. <laughs> Sorry about that. A lot of stiff competition, as you can imagine. Uh, but I've worked in various capacities as an actor and uh, Doing some voiceover work here and there. I have worked many years in public relations uh, for Cyport, previously New Orleans Museum of Art. So it's been varied, but uh, I just love doing things like this. And on the note of trivia, I am a New York Times crossword puzzle freak. As you know, it's pretty easy on Monday. It gets harder throughout the week. I can usually make it through Tuesday, and that's about it.
1: Very so, awesome. Very yeah. awesome. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us today, Eric. Pleasure. Our next contestant is Miss Hilda Holder. I've known Hilda, wow, let's not say how long, back in high school days, right? Any before that? Oh, Well, that's right, before that.
0: Okay, I'll say, Gary, we go back to the second grade.
1: Second grade, with glasses. Okay, go ahead. With
0: glasses, and
1: we both had dark hair. (laughs) Anyway, um, like I said, I'm Hilda Holder. I've lived in Shreveport all my life, and I'm now retired, but I... Uh, social worker. I spent my last 30 years at Shriners Hospital for Children, an awesome organization here in our community. And um, I'm also here with a friend of mine who I went to high school with as well. So welcome. Thank you, Miss Hilda. And again, God, I remember second grade. Whoa, that brings back memories. And yes, I did go to second grade, Eric. (laughs) (laughs) I think I passed. I'm not sure. Uh, We're also welcoming Miss Kathy Cook. Good morning, Kathy. Thank Good you for morning, joining Gary. us today. Thank you for having me. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I grew up in Shreveport. I went to
0: school with you and with Hilda and uh, I have uh, had three different careers in my life. I was a legal secretary for 20 years. I was a nurse for 15, and then I owned my own business for five, but I'm currently retired.
1: Congratulations. Thank you. Well, thank you for joining us today. Okay, so we learned a little bit about each each of our contestants today. They're all independents. This is not the women against the men. This is only independently... Contestants will answer their own questions and hopefully not share their answers. But uh, no peeking and no trivia, no googling uh, or or sneaking or calling somebody on your phone to get the answer. We're not going to have that much time. So again, I'm going to ask each of you to to write the answer to the trivia questions on your pad, not verbally yet. Then I'll ask one of you to share the answer with with us here on the radio show and for all of our listeners out there in the text And we're going to be. Tallying somewhere. I need a tally tally sheet. Uh, We will tally the the correct answers by uh, by the contestants. Okay. Number one. Who was the first United States president to live in the infamous White House? I should have background music here. Okay. Oh, that's we don't use that one. (laughs) Okay. Does everybody who's the First United States president to live in the White House. Okay, ready? Everybody ready? Okay, time time's up. Hilda, what's your answer? John Adams is the correct answer. Not George Washington. The majority of people placed George Washington to be in the White House. He was not in the White House. Did everybody get that? Let me see everybody answer. Wow, John Adams, Jefferson, M.S., I had the whole thing, oh I oh, anybody. oh Adam, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, okay, the next question: why must a crab shell shed excuse me crab shed its shell as it grows? Quick, short answer. Why must the crab shed his shell as it grows? A lot of people don't know this. everybody got the answer? Okay, Eric, you got the answer? Grows new shell. Hmm. Well, his body, actually, the answer is, the shell does not grow along with the animal's body. So he sheds it. He outgrows it. Yeah, that's okay. right. Outgrows it. Okay. He doesn't grow another one. No, he doesn't grow another one. They have
0: to, they have to go okay. it as somebody else.
1: Okay, so again... The the crab's shell does not grow along with the animal's body. So that's why he gets out of it. And uh, he, uh, again, Mm -hmm. determines the habit. Okay. Number three. I'm
0: getting
1: creamed here. No, no, you're not. This is only a matter of education. We're all learning. (laughs) I'm learning. Okay. We're here on radio. Mm -hmm. However, what was invented first? The radio or the telephone? Got two choices, radio or telephone. Which one was first? Okay, answer. Miss Kathy, what do you have? I think it's right. The radio. No, that's not the right answer. It is telephone. Yeah. Telephone was in March the 10th, 1876, with the famous saying by Mr. Watson. Mr. Mr. Watson, Watson come, come here, I, I need you. Need you. Yeah. It
0: was I thought it was, can you hear me
1: now? Well, that was a good one. <laughs> Okay, most of us, this is number, number four. Most of us have heard about the carving of the four United States presidents' faces on Mount Rushmore. But which presidents are carved? Do you know that? There are four of them. We do need background music. We can sing behind the background. dun. dun. Okay, Angela, pull up music. We're here in the wonderful studio that has gazillion backdrop sounds. Okay, answer. Give me an answer. Washington, Jefferson, Lincoln, and Teddy Roosevelt uh-huh. is the answer. Everybody got it. Awesome. A lot of people did not know that Teddy Roosevelt was in there, I and mean, that most people did not think.
0: Yes,
1: Everybody. Okay. Question number five: Where are volcanoes on the Earth mainly found? On land or in the ocean? Got two choices. This stumps a lot of people. Answer: Give me an answer. Ocean, ocean, ocean. The sea. They're right. It is in the ocean, which surprisingly, majority of people answer the land. Okay, this is a uh, researcher trivia question. Uh, some of my listeners might say, who are these researchers? But, hey, we will we'll utilize them. According to researchers, on the average, how many dreams does a person have per night? On the average. Now, I don't know how they determine this. They probably stopped and asked people. Okay. Eric, what did you say on that one? You're right. It is five. Five is the number. Five, two hundred and eighteen. Oh, he's a big dreamer.
0: I think I had twenty last night, anticipating being on this program. But
1: okay, the next spread. That's a good one. According to scientists, how do honeybees communicate amongst each other? And I'll give you the choices because there's many, many of them: buzzing around, dancing around, or by touching their wings. It's one of those three. Answer, Miss Kathy, what do you have there?
0: I have dancing.
1: That's the correct answer. Dancing around is there is the I way they it. communicate. Now, how did scientists figure that one out? Not going to question that. One, right? <laughs> okay, this is a pretty interesting one that a lot of people do not answer correctly. How much of your body weight is water? Answer ninety eight percent ninety eight it's actually two thirds sixty seven percent of your body is water. nobody got that one now uh, here's an interesting one. Which of the following raises its body temperature when sitting in the sun? Choices are a lion, a lizard, or a dog Answer Hilda. The lizard is the right answer. And why is that? Cold-blooded reptile. Okay, a lot of us make use of maps or either our GPS is now on our wonderful cell phone. But in the old days, we looked at maps and we looked at globes. So which lines on the globe or the map run north and south? What do they call? North and south lines. Answer, Kathy. Longitude is the right answer. Longitude. You have longitude and latitude. Great. So, what part of the plant is broccoli? What part of a pla- the plant is broccoli? When you're saying having broccoli. Does anybody know the answer to that? Lee, you got it. Flower. That is correct. It is the flower. The flower. I got flower. Me too. Okay. Now this one's an easy one, but surprisingly, people don't know this because a lot of people hadn't read the book. Hmm. In the novel, The Scarlet Letter, by Nathaniel Hawthorne, what was the letter that was on Hester's dress? <laughs> Do you know that one? (laughs) Eric, (laughs) L for what? You didn't read the book, huh? A for, what was it? Adulterous. Adulterous. That's right. But... but surprisingly, that trivia question is not answered correctly by over seventy-five percent of the persons that are asked. Did you, you know? Have not read the book? Huh? Did
0: they not go to high school? Well,
1: <laughs> well, some people have not read this book lately. It's a sadly.
0: Well, I sure don't get an A for that answer.
1: <laughs> oh, done. No. You did well. You did well. We'll be right back with more information. But now, word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A Stunning country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep Deal.
0: Gary's got more of the best of times coming for you on 710 Kiel. Now, back to the best of times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show,
1: The Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by A-Bear's Tending Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Kaligas. I do thank you for listening to our show today. Joining me on my show are some very special guests who are four contestants answering various, tri- various trivia questions asked during today's show as well as our next week's Saturday show. So we're having a lot a lot of fun so far on our previous segment, and they are Miss Hilda Holder, Kathy Cook, Lee Aaron, And Eric Gibson. So we're going to continue now with some additional trivia questions. We all enjoy A and W root beer and floats. But what did A and W stand for? That's a little bit it's a tough one, but I've always wondered what that was. What did it stand for? This is a tough one. You got it, Eric? I know you come up with something <laughs> awfully weak. That is mm-hmm. true. That's why it was made by Austin and Waco. <laughs> All wrong. Very good. No, it was actually by the barons. There were these barons named Allen and Wright, and it was named after them. Oh, okay.
0: Huh. That was a big.
1: That was. Hard. Uh, sorry about that. I had to give a hard one in there. What was the name? Listen up. What was the name? Of the hotel in which Marion Crane, played by actress Janet Lee, was stabbed to death in the shower in the movie Psycho. What was the name of the hotel? Okay, answer? Boy the women are fast over there. The Bates Hotel. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> very very people don't have that. And then I think it's it which one of the parks? Universal or Disney, I can't remember which one, has the, has the Bates Hotel, and you go up and you go down. Norman Bates and all of that. Okay, here's another movie trivia question. Batman was created by Bob Kane in 1940, and of course led to comics, radio shows, movies, TV shows, shows etc. So what was the secret identity name of Batman. He was known as... Angela knows this one. Okay, answer? Bruce Wayne. That is the right answer. Elder was right, and so was Lee. Wow, awesome. A lot of people do not know that. Okay, listen up. This is a good one. We all hear the name Big Ben when persons talk about the Tower of the House of Parliament in London. But does this apply... To the bell in the clock tower or the clock itself? I've given you the choices. The clock or the bell? What do you think? The bell. It actually oh. only describes... It's actually the bell in the clock tower is Big Ben, not the clock. Okay. Pretty good. Only leap. Boy, oh, you're awesome. <laughs> Yes, I went to high school. <laughs> uh, I don't think that was in high school. Was that one of the questions I in high school? school? I don't remember that one either. Uh, the soft drink, of course, Coca-Cola, invented by John Pebbleton in Atlanta, Georgia, was invented in what year? And I'm going to give you the years. 1876, 1886, or 1896? Which one of those years? It's been around a long time. Which date? 1886 is the correct answer. It's a long time. Okay, ladies, you're going to love this one. I, I forgot about this. And if you have this issue, it's worth a fortune. Which popular magazine, primarily for women, though some men read it, was first to feature a nude male in the centerfold? And what? was the name of the magazine, and what was the male model's name? Do we know the answer? i Okay. Answer, Hilda? It's Cosmopolitan. It was Joe Namath. I think I still have that. No, it's, it's not Cosmopolitan. It is Cosmopolitan, John but Joe the Namath. person was Bert Reynolds. Oh, Reynolds. I thought it was Kathy Joe was Namath. correct. And it was in the April 1972 issue, if you have it. They printed 1.5 million copies. that were picked up by ladies within hours of being released to the public, and that, that was it. Did Joe name
0: they did him the pantyhose.
1: Yeah, he was pantyhose. <laughs> Correct. He was the first one, pantyhose. But uh, that was an interesting one. Okay, here's one, and I guarantee you, I'm not going to guarantee anything. On June 20th, 1782, the motto of the Great Seal of the United States of America was was adopted which said which was e pluribus unum so what is this translated in english not answered by a lot of our children today and grandkids sadly lee you got it oh, in one in all one well out of many one is what what I'm, the uh, experts tell me out of many but one
0: many
1: a lot of a lot of people don't know. They say that e pluribus hum, but they don't know what it means. Okay, the human skeleton contains how many bones? Do you know that? I <laughs>
0: should.
1: Lee, I think we have more than four bones. That's hope. Okay, two sixty-seven, one fifty. The true answer is two hundred and six, to be exact.
0: two and six. No man,
1: oh, oh, that was close. But I know we have more than four. I can one two. We have definitely four, right? I could just look at it. <laughs> okay, that was a silly leap, but that was good. That was be crea- that was creative. Okay. Question: What was Mickey Mouse cartoon character's original first name? And. Disney had to change it because of his wife's insistence, and Hilda has the right answer: Mortimer. 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 I know the weirdest thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you
1: do. Yeah, M O R T I M E R. Okay, now some of us know this answer, some of us do not. But I I was always amazed when my secretaries did not not know this when I was working at Texas Eastern many years ago. So for many years at work, we hear our secretaries and others mention they need to load a ream of paper into the copier machine or printer. So how many sheets of paper is in a standard ream of paper? Wow, everybody knows the answer. Very few people know it's 500 sheets. Y'all are good. Yeah, I'm in, I'm impressed. Y'all are very good. But sometimes they have 250, yeah. but they call it a half ream or something like that, I remember. Oh, sadly, the frontiersman, William Cody, also known as?
0: Buffalo Bill.
1: Very good. It is reported to have killed... Many a buffalo. Many a buffalo. What was the number of buffaloes that he allegedly killed? I'll give you the three choices. 1,500, or 4,280. Which one do you think it was? Eric's got the answer. 4,280. That's a lot of buffaloes. And I was always wondering... How, who counted them?
0: I went I really out and counted the cards.
1: I mean, <laughs> wow. That's but a it was lot. There's a summer vacation project they did. You know. That is a lot, a lot of buffaloes. I mean, think about that. I mean, gee, that was, that was I mean, slaughter. that was a massive yeah. number. Uh-huh. For what reason? Uh, hides, for hides. Yeah. probably only and probably not for the the meat and other, other thing. It, it was sad. Okay, question. Now, Some of us might remember this. What type of phonograph records were discontinued to be made in 1958? Which my parents, my aunts and uncles had thousands and thousands and thousands of... You know, they were called 78 RPM records. And they're still now pretty much a collector's item. Uh, Some photographs... Uh, can play those, by the way. It's very, very difficult to find a one uh, yeah. one that has uh, a photograph, a photo, a yeah, record graph. What, what do you call it? Record player. A record I'm player. thinking photograph. Yeah. Record player yeah. that can play seventy eight Did you know that? I mean, all these young people now that have all their things digital, it's very hard to find one of those. I actually still have one. My kid said, "Dad, does that still work?" I think so. We haven't used it in like 20 years, but I think it does. I think it does work. Okay, we currently know that the fabulous, wonderful, and popular plane that actually landed here on 9/11 here at Barksdale Air Force Base was the Air Force One, the special plane to carry the United States President on travel both local and abroad. But what was the name of the first original? United States presidential airplane in 1944.
0: You
1: know, it wasn't called Air Force One. It was called. We got the Eagle, the Enterprise, the Hindenburg. Well, not necessarily. I don't think it was actually called the Sacred Cow, and it was a C Cow, C O W the sacred cow, and it was a C-54 airplane okay. with no protection at all on the, uh, the airplane.
0: <laughs> Propeller made a mooing sound. Okay. It, it's
1: the tail. Okay, one more one more question before we go to break. And ladies will probably know this. The guys maybe don't remember this. Well, I didn't remember this until I saw it. What is the name of the special day adopted by college groups and others from the event... In Al Cap's comic strip Little Abner in 1939. So, oh, Lee, you know this if you think about it. Hilda, you know the answer to this. I'm right. Yeah, I got it. Sadie Hawkins oh, okay. Day. And what, do did you, you know it had an actual date? Uh, it was the that. first Saturday after November the 11th when girls would chase boys to catch a husband. Uh, I bet Angela didn't know that. Did you know that one? And we did that at Bird High School. We had Sadie Hawkins Day.
0: I always thought it was in the spring,
1: though. But hey, I think it's relative. But that's the normal date when it was done. We'll be right back with more information. for now, with sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible, you're listening to the best of times radio hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A Bears, Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer.
0: Gary's got more of the best of times coming for you on 710 Keel. Now, back to the best of times with
1: your host, Gary Kaligas. Welcome back to our show, the best of times radio hour, proudly presented by A. Bear's Town and Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Kaligas I do thank you for listening to our show today. Joining me on my show are some very special guests who are the four contestants answering various trivia questions asked during today's show as well as our next week's Saturday show. So we're all learning a lot. And these are Miss Hilda Holder, Kathy Cook, Lee Aronson, and Mr. Eric Gibson. So thank you for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio
0: Hour. Thank you. Pleasure to be here.
1: So we've, we've all learned a lot. Even my producer said she's learned one or more new things. And I hope you out there in Radio Land listeners have learned a lot that you can use on Christmas Day and on New Year's Day to trick your family and friends. In the English language... And I don't know about other languages, I gotta research this one. We use a lot of acronyms. When I used to work for the federal government, I can tell you There were so many acronyms. Somebody made a book of it when I was with uh, the Health and Human Resources Division that it was, it kept adding and adding and adding. When I went in there, I told individuals, we don't need to talk in acronyms. And they said, you have to talk in acronyms, Gary, or your speeches and your presentations will last another 30 to 45 minutes if you don't use acronyms. That's one of the major reasons why the federal government and state governments use acronyms. So. What does the acronym SCUBA represent? I didn't know this one. SCUBA. You're going scuba diving. People thought it was named after Mr. SCUBA. It's not. It's an acronym. What does it stand for? You know the answer? I
0: forgot.
1: And a lot of people do. I, I asked, uh, when I wrote this, I asked a young person this. And he says, Is Mr. Scuba invented the thing that you go underwater with. Oh, no, it's not a Mr. Scuba. Okay, answer. Kathy, you got an answer? Y'all are all stumped on this one? Right? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Self-contained Underwater breathing apparatus. Oh. 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 Oh, oh. I thought it had nothing to do with that. Okay, hey. But it is not Mr. Scuba. Most people think it's named after somebody. A lot of of things are named after people. We'll we'll talk about a few of them in a couple of minutes. Okay, on July 20th, 1969, do you remember that day? What happened on that day? The
0: the first man walked on the the moon.
1: Excellent, excellent. So, people all over the world were watching the Apollo 11 land on the moon and announce the Eagle has landed. What location did it land on the moon? Do we know? Do we know the answer? And don't just say the moon. The moon. Right. It landed in a specific spot on the moon. And most of us heard this. And Eric said, what? Sea of Tranquility is the answer. I and what did Lee <laughs> Aronson write on this? Year? <laughs> Death no, Valley? No, no, no. <laughs> it could have been Death Valley. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on the dark side <laughs> of the <bird>. moon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Okay, this one's an easy one. My wife said you got to put some easy ones in here. Thank you. What was Smokey the Bear's motto? Smokey the Bear. Now, when we were growing up, Hilda, I know we we, we had to hear this one on the radio and oh, television. It might be easier uh, just to say it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, only you can prevent forest fires is the right answer. <laughs> wow. Uh oh. Please, the youngest person here, I think. <laughs> but only you can prevent forest fires. Not your next door neighbor. No. Okay. What was the magical word in the song, Sun by Julie Andrews in the 1964 movie, Mary Poppins? Oh, I
0: know it. No, what was that? Hey, uh, it would just, take just, forever to write that. Oh, just, no, just, just, okay,
1: okay, do we know? It was
0: 30 more seconds, 20.
1: Oh, you don't have to spell just it. Just say it. Okay, I want to know somebody,
0: it. can X- you sing I it? Should. Ready? Super Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious.
1: <laughs> Not too good We need to practice the singing, though, but we did good. That's the Can answer. Very long. Backwards?
0: I heard a in the movie, they said it backwards.
1: Yes, they did. I, I can't do it. it. Can you do it, Hilda?
0: Docious, alley expeditious califragil rupus.
1: Very good. Wow. Yeah, I know.
0: That gets me far in line. It was like something a few years later in one of the psychedelic albums. I love it. Well, oh, it was in the 60s. It was. Mm-hmm.
1: So, next question. Uh, on a Dr. Pepper bottle, what do the numbers on the clock denote, the 10, 2, and 4? There's always a meaning why people do things. The researchers sit there. What is What you got there, Eric? I can't, I can't see it. When to drink it? When to drink it is the right right answer. When When is to drink it? Ten times to drink it.
0: No, it's starting to write it. Right time
1: time to have have a break and to drink Dr Pepper. I thought that was pretty Mm -hmm. clever of their marketing people. Ten, two, and four. In the morning? Two and four. Not in the evening, mm-hmm. but it's always like during breakthrough.
0: And you're supposed to because it helps keep you regular. Uh, well, <laughs> that's let's hope they, so. That's what they said.
1: Okay. The How many pints of blood in the average human body? Clinicians over there wouldn't probably know that. Yeah, come on, Kathy. <laughs> on the average, now there's some humans that have probably a little bit more than what do you have? Twenty six? Not a little bit, too much. Sixty four pints? <laughs> wow, that's a big dude. That's right. Twelve pints of blood in your body. I had no clue. Very good. Yeah. So many ladies and gentlemen love to play golf, but the standard manufacturing of golf ball is standardized throughout the world. So, in a golf ball, if it's standardized, and you see a golf uh-huh. ball. How many dimples are there in a regulation-certified golf ball? If they have one less or one more, it's rejected. Did you know that? Who those? I mean, who counts though? There is some set of tissue that has, sits there and counts that's it. It's an important job. And the answer, anybody close? Eh, Eric's pretty close. 336 Whoa. is the That's exact awesome. number. That exact number has to be no more, no less, and they all have to be very uniform. Okay, how many teeth do, I'm going to say, normal humans Humans have in their mouth? That is pretty standardized. Very good. 32 is the answer. <laughs> 32. <laughs> uh, okay, we're going to b- move along here what united states president has a sign on his on his desk which stated the buck stops here oh, which president you hear it always said the buck stops here answer well somebody said reagan fdr roosevelt wilson nope harry truman the buck stops here as well there oh this is a funny one we should have music on this one what was the name of the living hand that belonged to the Adams family on their television series? Do you know this one? It. Nope. No, that. It. Oh, it. Thing is the answer. Oh, okay. Thing is the I, answer. It. it
0: was the. It was. not that, the that good?
1: Um, it was the hairy thing. Yeah. The, it was the hand. Okay. Thing is the hand. Okay, we all love the game of Monopoly Monopoly, which was invented in nineteen thirty five, a long time ago. So what was what are the metal objects used to denote players called in this game? They were called something. They weren't just called objects. You know that? Anybody got the answer? Answer, Kathy's got it. Tokens—that's the right answer. Okay, okay. follow-up question. All okay. that. What was the tokens' names? There were sev- There was tokens one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight tokens. That was supposedly had yeah, the maximum number eight players in Monopoly. Do you know the names? Okay, let's give me some of them. With the hat. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna. Very good. The thimble mm-hmm. was one of them. Very good. Got the, I got shoe. the iron, the little iron. Remember the iron? The shoe. The hat. A little doggy. Mm-hmm. I always wanted a little doggy. But most guys picked what? The battleship, the little battleship was oh, I I there. Forgot about that one. And then, of course, the next most popular one was the car. top hat. The top, hat. Oh. top hat. was the most. Always oh, the shoe. I and the I don't remember this one. I, I got to go look at them. I still have them. Is the cannon? There was a cannon. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was a cannon and a race car. The race car was remember. popular by most kids, um, and our parents hated us when we had the little ones over there, the brothers and sisters, because they were very small yeah. and they could be swallowed very easily. There's no environmental protection or whatever you call it back back in those days. So, um, isn't that cool? Okay, continuing. I love Monopoly. There were a lot. There's a lot of trivia about the Monopoly game. What from what American city were the streets from Monopoly used? You know, a lot of people don't know this, even if they visit the city. And we have New York City, New York City, Atlantic City was the correct answer. Atlantic City.
0: How did you know that? Because I'm trivia. Because <laughs> you
1: just know these things. Okay, who was the first football player to be featured on a box of Wheaties cereal? I'll give you the year 1986... That was the first time a football player was on the box. 1986. Football. Football. We got an answer of Joe Namath. No, not, not correct.
0: Uh.
1: Joe didn't make it there. What you got here? <laughs> New grade. Green-
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> People can't see that. He okay. pele. Football. Oh, uh, you remember Walter Payton? He, Walter Payton was the first one. Yeah, but that was the first football player on there. Baseballs were on, baseball players, I believe. Track. Track, another, but first football player. Okay, in 1934, the large company, the National Biscuit Company, invented a cracker which they added a little more shortening, a little coconut oil, and a dash of salt. What was the name of this cracker? Its uniqueness was the coconut oil and this additional shortening. Did you know that? What do we have? Oh, I don't know. Triscuit. I, I can't that. see. and Dune. Triscuit. Oh, what's the most, it starts with an R?
0: Ritz. Ritz.
1: The Ritz. Ah. And what, follow up question? The why was it called, why were the inventors, after they saw it glitzy, and they called it Ritzy, and they decided to call it the Ritz cracker? Again, why do they call it Ritz? What, do that, what does that mean? Do you know why? The Ritz Hotels in New York City were the most fabulous, and so they're the first ones to serve them, and they also named them after them. That was the Ritz Crackers, which today you can buy at every store around, around, around the world. We'll be right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the best of times radio hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, partly presented by Abares Tuning Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep deal.
0: Gary's got more of the best of times coming for you on 710 Keel. Now. Back to the best of times with your host, Gary
1: Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel. Thank you for listening to our show today. Join us next Saturday for another Best of Times radio show where we will learn more trivia as our trivia contest continues with our same contestants. Don't forget to pick up your personal copy of the best of times at one of our 522 distribution locations. May God bless you and your family. God bless America. Have a great day and a great weekend. Thank you again for listening to our show. Best wishes to you and your family members for a very Merry Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. I'm Gary Kaligas, wishing you and yours the best of times both today and every day. Have a great day.
0: You've been listening to the best of times on 710 Kiel join us again next Saturday at 9 for the best of times. This is News Radio 710 Kiel KEL Shreveport-Bosier